From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? Mm. They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey, everybody. It is Friday, May 7th, 2021. How are you doing? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's somebody's birthday around the world. 50 states, 43 countries listening in. Thank you, everybody. Here's the San Fran Feces Kami 4NIA weather report. Currently, it is 63 degrees, very sunny, beautiful light blue skies. That west wind is kicking in again. 19 miles an hour coming from the west. Wow. The end of a week here in California, San Francisco, San Fran feces, slum Francisco, all of those things. Today's show I'm talking about, this is maybe about the fourth or fifth show about this topic. Asian hate crimes and mentally ill black males. San Francisco damn daily truth bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary. Now, let me talk about this first, okay? Since the topic is Asian hate crimes and mentally ill black males, I am a biologically born, genetic, sexist, womanist, bohemian, libertine, middle-aged black woman, right? And I am not a mammy. I am not on code to defend, protect, cover anybody who doesn't reciprocate, okay? And I also do not bash people. I am completely sexist, and I'm pretty fair when it comes to my critique, right? And I'm talking about San Francisco. I know there are Asian hate crimes all over the world, uh, in Boston, New York, Texas. I am coming to you from San Fran PCs, and that is my focus. Okay, everyone? Well, it's off the hook. It's official. We've got an Asian hate crime epidemic. This is real. And there are men of all races doing it. There was a Hispanic male <clears throat> who kicked an elder Asian in the tenderloin, kicked them over. They were on a walker. There was a demented white male who went to attack an Asian elder female. She sent him to the hospital in a uh, ambulance because she attacked him back with a big stick. So that was a Hispanic guy and a white guy. The majority of the crimes against Asians in San Francisco are committed by black males. Again, this is not my first rodeo on this topic, but it is evolving. And there are things that really need to happen about this topic. First, black men listening, I need you guys to get off code. In general, black males, yeah, and I'm going to say males, because when black men are talking about black women, you know what they call us? Females. That's a hip-hop thing. It's dehumanizing. Those females, black females. Hey, monkey see, monkey do. I'm a satirist. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, etc. I need you black males to get off code. Black men are on code when it comes to protecting each other, covering each other, being silent. 
totally being silent. Black males pop up when black men are victimized. When black men are victimized, oh my God, here they come. White supremacy, this and that. The white man, this. You know, let, don't get me talking about the white man because black males and Asian females, those two interracially date more than anybody in America. Okay, do you hear what I'm saying? Black men date outside the race percentage-wise higher than any other race of men in America. And the majority of the women they get with when they go outside the race are white women, yet they harp about white men and white supremacy. Make it make sense. Get off code, black men. Call your brothers out. Start having summits because things are going to get handled for you. If you don't handle it yourself, things are going to get handled by the government. Here in San Francisco, it's bad. You know why it's bad? Because these liberals out here, these fake liberals to me are racist. When I first came out to Kami Fornaye in the 1980s, it shocked me because I saw all these infantile, yeah, I said it, infantile black men on the street being coddled by the system, allowed to be antisocial, allowed to act stupid. And I'm a girl from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm looking at this like, what the heck is going on? And I would make new friends and they would make excuses for the black men on the corner. Oh, well, they don't have any place else to go. That, that Those were lies. Rents were super cheap, cheap back then. We had no tech invasion, right? So the liberals out here infantilize black men. Black men are in the welfare system, not all of them. Enough. Come to San Francisco. I dare you. Well, actually, don't come here. It's a mess. It's dystopian. It's insane. I wish I were exaggerating. If you were to come to San Francisco, you will see so many men black. We're allergic to free range, hyper allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. 3% of the population are black males, okay? Over half the people laying on the street, sitting in chairs, laying on concrete, hustling, shucking and jiving are black men. The, the black American system has failed black men. In other words, black men have failed each other. Where's the personal responsibility? Notice I'm not talking about what white people should be doing for black men. Black men should be doing for black men. Okay? Black women have done enough. Black women have had their uh, bastards, that's the term. Black women have had their bastards with men who don't think enough about them to marry them. Black marriage rates are in the closet. Don't look at me. I was married to a black male when I was a young lady in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My second husband, rest in peace, Richard LaFrac, is white. I'm completely divested. I am loyal to me and those that are loyal to to me. I am not a race woman per se, like a lot of black women are blindly race women, and it's primarily, ladies and gentlemen, because they are the custodial parents. They are the ones raising the black sons. So it's not so easy for black women to divest from the community, move away, start dating interracially because they've got the black boys in the house. You understand? And that's why so many black males are out there swirling. They are not the custodial parents of their black kids. They have the black kids with the black women, dump the bastards, that's the term, with the black women, then go out there and marry a woman from a different race. I feel sorry for those women that that has happened to. That's not me. I never played that game. Okay, now back on the topic. 
It's not going to get better until black men start regulating other black men, calling it out. If we had an epidemic in San Francisco of black women going around stabbing elders at a bus stop, going around kung fu kicking an elder to death, basically, in a residential neighborhood, terrorizing Asian stores, uh, beating Asians upside their head for no good reason. If black women were doing this, please, black male comics, black male athletes, politicians, they would all have roundtable summits saying, what's the matter with black women? Black women have to get it together. Look at those black women. They don't know how to act. Now, why aren't they on code saying that about what's happening in San Francisco? Why aren't black men calling this out? And to stay on the topic, and I've got to keep it real, I'm going to circle back to the Asian anti-black sentiment. There are stores in San Francisco that I do not patronize because they are racist against black people. I am not saying that is the reason why you have these so-called mentally ill, unquote, black males acting out like lunatics, attacking Asians on the streets. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. It's a reality there are Asian restaurants, Asian nail salons, Asian beauty supply stores that I do not go to because they would racially profile me like something out of Mississippi 1950s. Okay, back to the topic, but I wouldn't be righteous if I didn't acknowledge that is a reality, and I need to hear more Asian people admit that this is true. Some of y'all Asians, you get silent on that, and you've been in restaurants when you've seen black people come in minding their own business, get discriminated against. You've been in those beauty supply stores where you've seen black people come in minding their own business, get treated like second-class citizen. You have seen that, and you've said nothing, so that makes you part of that problem. This problem, black males attacking Asian people in San Francisco, it's a black male issue. Black males are going to have to handle it, and they are not going to. They're not raising those mentally ill males. They're not in the house. If those are their sons, they probably haven't seen those guys. They haven't been in the house raising them. Uh, Elder black males are afraid of black males in general in the communities. That is why young black males are holding many black communities hostage. It's a failure of patriarchy, what is going on. And I know some of you are saying, oh, it's the white supremacists. I, you know what? I'm not invoking white people on this. I don't do that. I'm not one of those people that uh, tosses the responsibility to the boogeyman of the slave master. I'm not one of those people that's going to say it's the slave master's fault. It's a post-slave syndrome. That's why this big knucklehead black male, six foot two, decided to stab a hunting knife in the body of an Asian woman that's four foot eleven. The slave master made him do that. No, y'all. He did it because he wanted to, because he knows he can, because he knows with this weak communist district attorney, he can get away with it. And my last point. How do you think those guys treat black women? How do you think they treat us in the black community? They practice on us first, and then they go to the Asians, okay? That doesn't pop up out of the blue. Let me go attack an Asian. No, y'all, they had tons of practice. Black men, do the right thing. Call this out. It's just going to get worse.
That's the topic today, everybody. So, did you know that bars are open in this darn town, this communist slipped up town, this dystopian, this insane, junky, apocalyptic town? They finally opened up bars after a year and only 25, 25% capacity can't go into the bars. Wow, that sounds like so much fun. The bars are going to miss me for a month. I'm not going to go to any San Francisco bars for a whole month so they could get their vibe together. And everybody's working for the weekend. What's for dinner? I didn't even have my first meal today because I'm doing intermittent fasting. I've been doing that for a while now. I like it and it's time to eat the chicken breast and the spinach and the rice. I'm still out of sugar, everybody. Can you put honey in coffee? <laughs> Thanks for listening. You know I come to you every day. I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaPrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.